lucky day. Yeah, happy new year. It's great to see, see you all. Um, yeah, my name's Daniel. Um, let me just ask, um, are there any um, fishing enthusiasts here this morning? I can see John Batchelor there. Um, ben Emmett around. I know Ben likes fishing. Chris, you've been fishing a little bit, haven't you? Maybe not as successful as John, but I know you, you like fishing. Um, just a quick confession, I hate fishing. I, I really hate fishing. I just, I've never really done it before. Um, just the idea of it just really does not stand out to me, which is a big dilemma because our oldest son loves fishing. The last year or so, he's got, he's got into fishing. It's become like his, his main hobby. And so he got this fishing set. And um, after ages and ages of putting it off, um, I finally said, fine, let's, let's go. I'll take you fishing. But obviously not having a clue how to fish, I was watching all these YouTube videos. I'm on YouTube, I'm looking, trying to get all these, pick up all these skills and gain this knowledge of how to fish. Um, and so we went, we went, and it was something out of a, like a, a Mr. Bean sketch. It was a, a, an absolutely awful experience for me anyway. Um, we, got, we got out of the car, we've got all the, the fishing um, wire all tangled up. So before we even left the car park, we're all tangled up with all this wire and we're trying to get it back on the, the reel. Um, we got there, I'm slipping on the embankment, both of us are there slipping while we're trying to set up, just trying to um, get ourselves level. Um, and so while I'm setting up, I say to Joseph, why don't you just practice with the rod, just practice flinging the rod. Um, and he goes to practice the flinging it, but because I hadn't put the wire back on, the top end of the uh, rod flungs into the middle of the lake. Um, and so our um, trip ended quite abruptly and I had to... <laughs> I was the empathetic father, my arm around him, but inside, to be honest, I was rejoicing. <laughs> we could go back home to the warmth. And um, there was a question about whether it was sabotage, but it was not sabotage. It was just an accident. Um, and um, another experience of fishing, actually, in, um, on the August bank holiday, uh, Monday... Um, we went to the beach, us as a family, some friends, and um, we saw some fishermen there. And um, it was a great day, beautiful weather. And as we got there, the tide was coming in, so we decided just to, to sort of pitch camp right on the edge of the, um, the promenade. Um, but as the tide was coming in, something really interesting started to happen. We started to see all this fish, just like fish everywhere. Um, it was just this incredible sight um, of fish of all different sizes um, just appearing in the water, just bubbling and bubbling away. Um, and it was, just, it was just an incredible experience. I'd never seen anything like that, just on this, on this seaside um, in North Wales. Um, and um, we could see all these birds starting to hover over, catching the fish as it was um, jumping up in the water. Um, we saw um, the locals. We realized it was a real freak um, sort of experience because all these locals started to come down from, from where we were with buckets, there's families coming down, trying to fish and get all the, um, all into the buckets. And then, so these fishermen, we see all these fishermen um, on the edge of the promenade, all um, doing a proper job of fishing. Um, and they were literally catching five or six fish at a time. It was pretty incredible. They were just literally putting their rod into the water, um, and five or six fish would come up at a time. And we just saw all these buckets of all these fishermen filled with fish. Um, and we were chatting to them as well, and they were actually telling us that they, they often go fishing there, and they'd never seen anything like that before, um, all this um, fish that was coming. Um, it, was, it was a remarkable day. It really was um, really interesting. And so on our way home, Rosie, my faith-filled wife, my prophetic wife, she says, um, Daniel, what do you think God's saying about this experience? Do you think God's saying something? It was just such a, a weird, um, sort of like a divine appointment, really, it felt like. Um, we could have gone to any beach, any day. Um, we could have gone at any time of the year, but we went to that beach on that day, and we had this amazing experience. 
Um, so Rosie asked this question. I said it was probably just a coincidence. <laughs> Not as faith-filled as Rosie. Anyway, we get home. Um, the next morning, I get a text message um, from someone who rarely texts me. Um, I get this text message, and the text message says, um, I've just got a word of encouragement for you. I feel like God's saying to cast the net on the other side. And so I'm like, okay, fair enough. I get on with my day. The next morning, the next morning... Um, I read my daily reading, um, I turn up, what is it, John 21, the passage where the, Jesus tells the disciples to cast the net on the other side and they see this miraculous provision. So at that moment, I'm a little bit slow, you're probably not as slow as me, sometimes if God's trying to get through to me, it takes two or three times, by the time I'm like, okay God, I think you're trying to say something to me. So at that moment, on the third day, after the experience, the text message and this Bible reading, and I say, God, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? Um, and I felt like um, what the Holy Spirit said to me um, to expect favor, to expect breakthrough, to expect miraculous provision, that this would be a time of favor and a time of miraculous provision. Um, and um, it's really useful when God speaks, and we've heard God speak so much this morning, haven't we? We've heard so much of God speaking to us. And it's really good when God speaks um, to, to us and when God speaks to me personally just to see how I can apply it to myself first when I receive a word. Is it something I can apply to me first? Um, and so we've, you know, in the last four months, Rosie and I in our separate workplaces, we've seen so much favor. It's really been um, incredible. I haven't got time to go through it all this morning, but we've seen so much favor. It's been, I mean, it's astonished us. It really has just seen God move in our lives. Um, But beyond us um, personally, I wholeheartedly believe, and there's been a stirring, a real stirring in my spirit in the last um, few months, and that the word for us as a church as we go into 2018 is to expect favor. For every person um, here this morning, for every person across all our um, communities, across um, Greater Manchester, King's Church, in all our communities, that it's a time of favor, that we would truly know that the heavens are open. God is smiling down on us and granting favor on us. And so this morning, just for 20, 25 minutes, I'm going to um, just look at that a little bit, how we can expect favor. And then we're going to have a um, a little time of worship at the end just to um, respond to God's favor in our lives. And I've just got a few specific words as well for some people here this morning. Um, So the Oxford English um, Dictionary describes favor um, as this. And these just, even as you um, look at these phrases, these words, just um, believe that as the Heavenly Father speaking to you um, this morning. Um, so, uh, favor means support or liking for someone, over generous, preferential treatment, an act of kindness beyond um, what is due or usual. Um, Isaiah um, prophesies in Isaiah chapter 61. Isaiah um, says that. And we should proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We should proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then we see that again in Luke 4. We've already heard from Luke 4 this morning. Jesus in the desert being tempted by the devil. And he comes out of the um, desert. Let's turn actually to Luke 4 verse 18. We see Jesus coming out of the desert. And it says he goes to the synagogue. He takes the scroll. And then he reads out um, this prophecy that we see in Isaiah 61. And we'll read it from Luke 4, verse 18. 
And it says, the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. And he has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began by saying to them, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So in Christ, we have the fulfillment of God's promise to us to receive God's favor. We have that fulfillment. We are standing in that promise of knowing God's favor. Um, We see that in um, also Paul um, in 1 Corinthians 6. He talks about now is the time of God's favor. Now is the time, not just a moment, not just a one-off, but a way of life that's open to us um, as Christians of experiencing God's favor. So when we were saved, when we entered the, the kingdom of God, we received access to God's constant and continual favor. So favor is upon us. Favor is upon us simply because we are children of God. But you know what? Alongside this, there's another important principle in the Bible, a really important principle um, which says that um, God is a God of seasons. God is a God of timings. And we see that, don't we, in, in, um, in the weather, the seasons in the weather, the seasons naturally. There's also seasons spiritually that God can take us through and timings that God can take us through. Um, Luke 2 um, and verse 52 says that Jesus, he grew in favor with God and man. So Jesus, the Son of God, Jesus, God himself, it says he grew in favor. Even Jesus grew in favor with God and man. So as Jesus grew in favor, you know, I believe for us as um, in 2018 is a season for us to grow in favor. Just as Jesus, that we know the increase of God, that we would expect favor. Let's turn to the the passage I talked about in John 21. John 21. And let's look how we can um, grow in that favor. I believe this year is a season where we can increase in favor. And we can see favor in our lives. So John um, 21, and we'll read from verse 3. And it says, Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. And they said to him, "Um, we will go with you. And they went and got into the boat. But that night they caught nothing. And just as day was breaking, Jesus stood on the shore. Yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. And Jesus said to them, children, do you have any fish? And they answered, no. And he said to them, cast in there on the right side of the boat and you will find some. So they cast it. And now they were not able to haul it in because of the quantity of fish. And that disciple whom Jesus loved therefore said to Peter, it is the Lord. And when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and threw himself into the sea. And the other disciples came into the boat, dragging the net full of fish, for they were not um, far from the land, uh, about 100 yards off. So we see this simple word of Jesus mixed with the faithful action of the disciples, and the result is a miracle. The result is divine favor in their lives. God went beyond their experience. He went beyond their expertise. He went beyond their expectation and lavished on them divine favor. You know, what's really interesting about this position is that um, they knew what they were doing. 
The disciples knew what they were doing. They weren't like me. They weren't probably slipping on the embankment or getting tangled up um, in the wire or flinging their rods into the, into the lake. They, they, they grew up in the village that um, relied on the business of fishing. Um, they were professionals. They knew the local fishing hotspots. And they, they, they knew that nighttime was a good time to go fishing. Um, we see there that Peter um, changed his garments, changed his clothing, ready to get his sleeves up um, and to get working and to get acting out um, and get fishing. Um, it says they toiled all night. There was a diligence and a commitment to what they were doing. A picture of faithfulness of the disciples doing their bit and the disciples fulfilling their role. You see, it was in um, the disciples positioning themselves that God then positioned himself for them to receive favor. The disciples didn't sit back in, in lethargy or complacency. They put themselves in a place of faithful effectiveness. You know what? We see this in creation. In Genesis 2, we see this very same principle. And from about verse 5, it tells us that um, it's man that should work the ground and it's God that pours down rain. It's the same principle in the book of beginnings, the book of Genesis. Man works the ground and it's God that brings rain. Do you see that partnership? Do you see that principle? The, the disciples faithfully doing their thing and God faithfully doing his thing. The disciples or our faithful positioning was the key to their favor increasing. This year, will you live a life worthy of your calling that you have received? Um, Bill Johnson, he leads um, Bethel Church in California, and he um, wrote a book called Face to Face with God, which is, and he talks a lot about the favor of God in, in this book. Um, and he says that God turns his face of favor to those who show good character when no one is looking. How will you position your life this year? How will you live a life in a way that attracts God's favor to come to you? This is a year of favor. This is a year of breakthrough. This is a year of open doors. This is a year of peace and fruitfulness. This is a year, as we've heard already this morning, of moving forward into all that God has got for us. Expect favor in all the steps that you take and all the decisions and things that you're expecting to do this year. Expect God's favor. This is a time of favor for us as a church. You know, the enemy can so easily um, take us away from our position. He can use lies or our circumstances. He can remind us of our worst moments in life. All schemes to keep us inactive, despondent, and unproductive. And if we're not careful, we can allow these fears, we can allow these insecurities to keep us locked in, to keep us on the sidelines, to keep us on the subs bench, um, in the wrong positions, um, injured. So many different ways that the enemy tries to keep us out of the correct position we should be in. I know I've been there before when I used to, um, many years ago, I used to play football. Um, and just how frustrating it can be if I was in the wrong position or if my teammates were in the wrong position. I'm sure there's a few um, players here from the King's Church football team. You won't point any fingers, but I'm sure maybe you've played with someone or yourself realizing actually being um, in the wrong position can be um, not the, the most ideal position for you. Um, and it's so true in life, isn't it? The enemy can take us off our course Keep us on the subs bench, keep us in a, a, an injured position and um, going in the wrong direction. 
Um, just feeling unfulfilled and unfruitful. And that might have been, again, we've heard the prophetic word, that might have been the case for you in 2017. Um, But we're moving into a new season, into a new year. Um, In 2017, in fact, um, I um, lost a a significant person in my life, um, Chris Higgins. And um, a few of you may know who Chris Higgins is. He used to be part of this church family. Um, Early in 2017, he lost um, his fight to cancer and went to be with God. And and Chris, in my um, teenage years, he really was um, a really important person in my life. He he was, for a season of um, time, for a few years, he was my mentor. um, He was my discipler. Um, he was um, a real father figure um, in my life. I, again, I haven't got time today to, to explain to you um, how he transformed my life for the better um, and for the positive. Um, he was a man of faith. He was a man of constant encouragement. He always had a word of encouragement. Um, if, whether it's the wealthy or, or the homeless on the street, he would always go out of his way to bring a word of encouragement um, to someone. Um, a really remarkable guy. And um, I hadn't seen him um, properly for a number of years, um, but I, I had the privilege of spending um, five minutes with him, 17 hours before um, he passed on. And so he was on his hospital bed and he'd lost his voice, so he was only able to manage um, a whisper. And so as those five minutes were drawing to a close, um, he, w- he just whispered something, he just uttered something to me um, under his breath. Um, and he said this, um, I just need a little more time and then I'll springboard. I just need a little more time, and then I will springboard. And I'll never know if he was referring to um, him springboarding into his healing and knowing healing, because he was truly a man of faith, or whether he was talking about springboarding to his journey to heaven. Um, but it, it, it struck me. Yeah, it was nearly a year ago, but this, this statement, this final word he said to me, springboard, 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 it, it resonated in my heart. And to be honest, it, it hasn't left me. Um, and I received that as a word for my life. I went away and thought, you know what, I'm going to receive that as a word of encouragement for me. Whether Chris meant that or not, I received it um, in the spirit. And that I would springboard into all that God has for me. Um, that I would be able to, 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 when I think of Chris or I think of other people that inspire me, um, that I myself would be able to get on my springboard um, and be able to, um, into all that God has got for me, maybe being a good husband, being um, a good father, being good in my workplace, whatever those things were, that I would jump onto my um, springboard. Will you get on your springboard in 2018? Will you stand on your springboard um, will you cast off those restraints that maybe in, in, in other years have held you back? And will this be a year that you spring into all that God has got for you? You know what? Abraham, Ab- even Abraham had um, his springboard. Um, we've used lots of uh, imagery this morning, haven't we? Um, even Abraham had his springboard. Abraham, um, with Sarah, they struggled to have um, children. They struggled to become pregnant. Even though they had promises... Um, even though they had, God had spoken to them that they would be a father of many nations, um, even Abraham had a decision to make. He could have been lethargic, he could become complacent um, and just sit back and think, well, maybe I've missed it, maybe that word's not for me. Um, but Romans 4 um, says that Abraham in hope, Abraham in hopes, so Abraham decided to get on his springboard. Just imagine this springboard is hope. I'm not sure I'll be able to manage a somersault, but we'll see where faith takes us. Um, it says that Abraham, um, in hope, so Abraham made that decision to say, actually, um, I'm going to position myself in a place of hope. Um, Romans 4.18, it says, Abraham, in hope, believed. 
he believed he was able to present in a position of hope and be able to see with eyes of faith and with eyes of expectation to be able to look at his life and think, yes, actually, I can believe and trust what God is saying. Um, and then I'll have a little jump. Not too impressive to practice. Um, it says, and then it says, he became the father of many nations. Abraham, in hope, believed and so became the father of many nations. Abraham decided to get on his springboard. He decided to look at his life with faith and expectation. And so he became, so he fulfilled the purposes that God had for his life. Do you need a miracle? Do you need breakthrough? Are there areas of your life that you are seeking the rule of God in your life? Maybe there's a desire, a burning for, for salvation and seeing new birth being added amongst us. Like Abraham, let hope get you on your springboard. Let faith cause you to see with expectation and watch as God's favor comes upon you this year. Um, you know, there's been a season in my life um, when I... Um, um, lived without hope. Um, many years ago, I suffered with um, depression, and it was the lowest and it was the worst season of my life. Um, it was a terrible, terrible season, um, a really dark time. Um, I was on medication. I would see leaders and doctors. I'd read books. They all helped um, a little bit, but it wasn't enough. Um, and it was a really dark time, and I, re- I started to realize that this was a spiritual battle for me. This was a spiritual battle, and the enemy had stole my hope. And I had to get it back, whatever cost. I was not going to let the enemy win this fight that I was in, where I was hopeless, um, where I was um, feeling empty inside. Um, And I began to take those small steps in finding my hope. And whatever it was, those little steps, those little battles, just to be able to get back on my springboard and begin to see favor again and begin to enjoy God's favor on my life again. God is so good. He met me um, when I was down. You know what, it took, um, it took a lot of effort, and I mean a lot of effort, to get this springboard here today. Um, I won't go through the challenges and obstacles we had to face just to get this springboard, but we got one here. We managed to get one here, so wouldn't it be great if we could use it? Not just me and my not-so-great attempt of um, being Abraham. Um, so, um, who would, who, any volunteers, anyone want to have a go? Um, you know, this isn't not just, a, it's not just, yeah, not many people, don't worry, I'll pick on a few. Um, but you know what, I'm just, you know, um, let's ask the leadership team, you, yeah, come on, you're looking at me, it's funny. This is what I want to do, I'm going to pick on a few people, but you know what, this is not just a nice idea, we've had lots of prophetic statements this morning, and this is just another one, you know, this is a really significant day, the first Sunday and us coming together in the new year, um, and just, I'm going to ask the leadership team if you can come up, um, and just, you don't need to have a run up or anything, you could just, um, it's, it's about just saying something to the heavens, saying something to the, the atmosphere around and saying, you know what, this is a year of favour for me, this is a year of me standing in hope, seeing with faith, and jumping into the favour that God has got for me to just yet yeah, nice and quickly just come up and um, I'll, I'll go first so yeah just receive God's favor you can go a bit yep brilliant and um, this is the other thing that I really wanted to, to ask and I felt um, so just yeah go for it <laughs> yeah we just speak favor over your life yeah see with hope a year of provision Watch the heels. Right. um, The worship team. Worship team, can you come out? Worship team. This is a year of favor for our worship team. 
Come on, that's it. Thanks, guys. Hey. Worship team, you know what? We speak favor over our worship team. The worship team are going to advance into new. Come on, let's go for it. Let's just, all of us, let's just speak over our worship team. You know that they um, enter into new um, realms of worship. They're experienced God in a new way. You know, as they advance in worship, they're going to take us into new um, dimensions. No somersaults yet. Hey, any of, any of our brave, brave youth here? Any of our brave youth want to come out? Any youth here? Where's our youth? Someone drag a couple of our youth out. Come on. I can see that. That's it. Come on. Let's encourage our youth. This is a year for our youth to expect more things in God. I think the youth are going to show us how to do it. Come up this way, guys. There we go. Increase. Woo. Get out your way. Yeah. Yeah, we just say favor on our youth. Jumping into new things this year in God, in their relationship with God. Woo! Amen. Oh, someone's there. Drop some keys here. I won't put them in the tie box, but if they're yours, I'll just put them there. Amen. So yeah, we just expect favor in, in our leadership, in our worship team, in our youth. And, you know, if you've not got on this springboard this morning, just get on the springboards of your own life and know that as you step into hope, as you see with faith, there's favor coming to you um, this year. Um, into increase, into provision. Expect the unexpected. Expect the fantastic and the fruitful. So just um, for a few moments, I just want to get um, practical I'm expecting and springboarding into favor. It's a great concept, but how do I actually apply it to my life? And this is more than just a start of the year sermon. It's, this is real life. It's Monday morning reality, isn't it? Um, like those um, little steps that I had to take on my journey into finding my hope, into getting onto my springboard when I was at my lowest time. Um, what will your steps be this year? Think for a moment about areas in your life where you want to partner with God and see his favor. Just like the disciples on the boat, they partnered with the word of Jesus for them to see their provision, to see their favor. And how are you going to partner with God this year? What parts or areas of your life, uh, maybe your, your work life or your family life, um, in your marriage, your children, maybe in your church life, areas of service um, that you um, so diligently give um, here Evangelism, salvation, seeing salvation, maybe in holiness, um, in going after God, in intimacy, in worship, in, in experiencing God's presence. Um, what are you going after this year? What areas do you want to springboard into? So as you see that area with faith and with expectation, as you um, begin to spring into action, um, why don't you set some tangible goals? Why don't you write some goals down 
Um, review them periodically. Speak to someone, maybe meet up with someone in the week, speak to them maybe in your connect group or, or someone else. Um, how can you be accountable to someone to say, you know what, this is the area of life I want to pursue and go after. Um, and I want someone to stand with me, to keep me accountable, to maybe have that prayer partner to pray with you and stand with you to say, I want to realize this, but I can't do it on my own. And I need someone to be with me. Um, so yeah, get with someone, set, set goals, write them down, um, periodically check them, spend more time with God. We've already heard um, this word of strength, which was on my heart as well, so it's amazing to hear um, Philippa share that this morning. Um, just that we keep going back to God and getting his strength, that we find strength in, in, in relationships and for us as well, individually, um, that as in all that we're pursuing, in all that we're going after, because um, life can be hard work sometimes, can't it? You know, we, we, again, we take the analogy of the disciples on the boat, you know, the effort and the energy that goes into life sometimes, it's so important that we constantly go back to the source, we go back to God, we find strength in Him. Um, so maybe for us, one of our things in, in springing into all that we're doing is making more time to spend um, with God to find that strength. For me, in my um, hopeless situation those years ago, um, some practical steps that I took um, were those defining moments um, that caused me to, to find my victory and helped me to maintain my hope. So for me, I, I made sure I, I got around hope-filled people. So when I was hopeless, um, so Dave and Philippa, they would come around, they would pray hope-filled prayers over me, um, and that for me was, was um, milestones in my journey. Or I would spend time with friends who I could just laugh with, spend time with, no pressure. And having those friendships for me um, was helpful for me in finding those small steps um, and getting back on my um, springboards. Reading spiritual books, healthy books, good books, the Bible, obviously, um, all things that, that were um, helpful for me in my steps and practical things that helped me to find my hope and to bounce off my springboards. Um, so as we live out as we put into action, as we are faithful stewards in positioning ourselves, God is going to meet us this year. God is going to speak to us. He's going to bring blessings into our homes. Position yourself and expect favor. Amen. Hey, worship team, do you want to come back up? And... Um, you know, we've already um, responded so much to what God has been saying to us. Um, and so I just have one more um, response, hopefully one more. Um, and I just, as I was preparing for this, I really felt um, just to pray for, for um, people here in, in the sense of commissioning them into their new year, commissioning them afresh to get on there and um, to get on your springboards um, and to spring into all that God has got for you. So let's um, stand together. And as the um, worship team leaders... Um, if there's anything that I have spoken about this morning that you um, want to respond to, please come forward and um, us as a leadership team would love to just to lay hands on you and just to, to commission you with that hope, with that faith, yes. um, you need to be filled afresh with the Holy Spirit and just to truly be commissioned into all that God has got for you. Um, as I've said my own story, sometimes it can be difficult on my own to get on my springboard and it's so useful to have people. Um, and so us as a leadership team, we'd love to pray for you. So yeah, if you want to come up, um, so any Anything that I've spoken about you want to respond to and to have that sense of commissioning, um, then please do um, come forward. Um, I also want to pray for... um, I really felt like there were people here who um, have a real burden for evangelism and salvation this year. 
um, and just you've just maybe in the last few months, there's something stirring in you, there's just something you've not been able to put down, a real heart um, to see people saved, um, to have a real evangelistic um, heart in you, to see, to see new birth, to see people added, to see disciples made, um, just a real groaning and desire for salvation, to see new people added among us. So um, yeah, just start coming forward, anyone wants just a, a commission, um, um, just a general commission, but if, you've, if that's you, you've got a heart for um, specifically for salvation, for seeing people saved, um, and it's a burning desire on your heart, then please come forward as well. We'd love to pray for you. Um, so yeah, just as you feel the Holy Spirit lead, you just come forward. I've just got two or three other things to um, specifically share. Um, I believe there's someone here for the first time You've come here for the first time, or maybe you've not been here um, for a while. Maybe you've come here maybe years ago, years ago, um, and you've come back here for what feels like the first time in a very long time. Um, and I, I feel like you've, you've come out of a hopeless place. You've come here. What's brought you here has been that you've been hopeless. You've been in a dark time, maybe similar to my experience. Um, and you've come here, and God wants to meet you in that need. He wants to bring hope to you this morning. So if you're here for the first time, or you've not been here for many, many years, um, I believe that for you, there is hope coming to you this morning. Um, and also... Um, I just saw a real favour in business, in business owners, um, and specifically, um, again, if this is for you, it's very specific, um, I saw um, um, God speak to me a few weeks ago about someone who wants to start a bakery business, um, and I just saw the name Great Bakes, Great Bakes, um, if that's you, you've had a heart, maybe God's put something on your heart, or you've had a, a stirring or a desire or an excitement about setting up a bakery business, um, then again, God wants to speak to you and wants to commission you and bless you in that. Um, and again, I saw the name Great Bakes. Um, and just my final specific one, and then we'll, we'll pray, for, pray for folks. Um, um, I, again, I just saw someone who um, is a swimmer, like a really, really keen swimmer, maybe a, a semi-professional swimmer, or someone who's very, very engaged in swimming um, alongside, maybe they work or study, maybe you're a youngster, I'm not sure, but I just saw that swimming was a significant part of your life, and I feel God saying that there's favor on you as you pursue swimming um, into this next year, as you take um, this swimming uh, maybe you want to go semi-pro. I just saw semi-pro. You're already semi-pro, but I just felt that there was favour on you as you pursue um, this 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 swimming um, that you that you do. Um, so yeah, any any of those specific things, and come forward um, and leadership team. Let's start praying for these guys as we worship together.